Hi. What's going on? Not much. Um, okay, so we're gonna get this show started, everybody. Let's What's get it. up? Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio Podcast, where it's all about the underground local artists and talents around the world. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Miss Hip Hop, aka Star. And I'm honored to have a very, very special guest in the building today. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from, your age, and what you do? What up, what up, y'all? My name is Descendant. I am from Newport News, Virginia. I'm an uh, independent hip-hop uh, rap artist. I currently live out here in New York. I moved out here in New York in 2016 from Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm just out here just living my dreams, man, trying to take it to the next level as much as possible. Oh. that all of your questions <laughs> <laughs> definitely did that's what's up now I'll, before we really get started i want to do like an icebreaker and okay the icebreaker is like a little riddle and i want you to finish the riddle after oh, I, I'm, it, hard right. <laughs> I'm gonna try okay trying is a plus effort okay okay <laughs> all right the white house is not on the right side of the street the White House is not on the left side of the street. The house is on the right side. <laughs> no, it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side. Cause you said, but you said left side twice. I did? Didn't you? No, I said I'll say it again. The White House is not on the right side of the street. The White oh, House oh. is in not, the center. Is where? Is it is in the center? <laughs> in the middle? <laughs> no, uh, it's in DC, I, the White House. <laughs> oh my! I, that's the answer. Yeah, the White House is Interview in DC. Over. Interview over. I, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> no. Have a good night. Thank you. <laughs> that was funny to send it. That was. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't even. What's the like? I don't even. I'm not even good at these. That's okay. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Well, as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not great at riddles. Uh, <laughs> Most people aren't. That's okay. <laughs> man, that was bad. <laughs> You're all good. But um, I have a couple of questions for you. Like, um, yeah. First of all, tell me, like, how long you've been rapping slash acting? Because I've been watching you on IG. I know you act. And what made you start doing music in the first place? Um, those are some good um, questions. As far as rapping, I would could I would say fourteen. <gasps> wow. um, well, probably younger than that. Well, no, I say fourteen. Nine years old is when I when I was writing like heavenly, like really heavy, heavy. Um, I was doing poetry at first, mm. uh, but I kept it to myself. I didn't really share it with anyone. And I got to credit, even though I feel like sometimes school sucks, but I got to, I have to give credit to my school at that time. I don't remember the name, so I'm sorry, but it was English class uh, that was very, I was very into words and in particular plays like Othello. Mm. Uh, I think is the book Their Eyes Were Watching God. Mm -hmm. um, that book uh, you know those two 
mainly those two stories got me into writing mm -hmm. as far as in school. Now, the influences as, as far as like storytelling is, is, one, is why I wanted to rap. People like Tupac Shakur, people like uh, Ice Cube, um, Nas. Yes. Um, you know, just to name a few are great storytellers. So, I agree. You know, those are the type of artists that, you know, got me into, you know, wanting to be an artist myself and, and tell my own story. Now, as far as acting, uh, once again, I, I go back to just being a fanatic of comedy movies, fanatic of uh, dramas or like true life stories and documentaries, even though, you know, documentaries is not considered acting, but the reenactment mm. inside of documentaries is what got me into the story more because they're painting a picture of how that person went through whatever they went through in their real life. So I credit like people like Spike Lee, John Singleton, um, growing up and watching those type of films made me want to act. I like the whole concept of being someone else in front of a camera. Um, so I used to do plays when I was younger, like church plays, um, anything that considered hands-on activity. I always had the imagination of just, you know, being somewhere else or out of my element. Um, particularly, you know, any negative thing that I was going through at the time. So that's why I, I love to act. Or you can see in some of my music videos, I do short stories or short films um, rather than your regular average hip hop video. So, you know, those are the like the root causes of me wanting to act or uh, and also be an artist. Wow, that's an incredible answer because that actually brings me to my next question. Like, how's awesome. your act? How has your acting skills helped you throughout your career thus far? Um, well, you asked us some good questions. Uh, as far <laughs> as my, as far as helping me paint the picture in the studio when I'm recording, I think right. acting. You know, once again, Ice Cube is like that's the first person that comes to my mind when he tells stories, it's like a movie. And that's why I think it was so perfect for him to become an actor because his songs, before you saw the music video, was a movie. Mm -hmm. If you listen to a song like Once Upon a Time in the Projects, if you listen to a song like uh, A Bird in the Hand, um, those are just, you know, uh, uh, just a few examples of how vivid he paints his pictures with his lyrics. So, and I think that was a perfect transition for him to become an actor because he was able to write a song. And I think he got that, I heard an interview where he said, that's what made him start to uh, write screenplays because John Singleton told him, man, if you could uh, write a song, you can write a script, you know? So I listened to that and that kind of sparked my interest even more because I was a lot of my songs were like story as well. So, you know, that's why I kind of relate to two. So just helping me record in the studio and give that emotion off to the listener so they'll understand where exactly I'm coming from in the song. Wow. I I love that answer too. Um you are very in depth with your answers. Um so like 
I know you said you used to write poetry, right? Yes. On coming up when you were nine, ten years old. So, what role does poetry play in your reps? Um. Well, it, it was a stepping stone, I would say. Uh, that was the hardest transition for me, becoming a, I guess, a quote-unquote poet, per se. I mean, per se, into an artist, um, because I, I ain't gonna front. In the beginning, I struggled with flow. Mm-hmm. With poetry, you don't. Nece- there's not necessarily a flow you have to follow. True. You know, you could you could do a free verse. It's not a cadence. You can put that in poetry, but that's not required. In hip hop or rap music, it has to be a cadence. It has to be syllables, and which I was able to do in poetry, but it wasn't to a rhythm. It was just right. me speaking from my heart. It wasn't really towards a beat. So that transition was very difficult for me, and it showed in my early recordings because, Ooh. like, my content was always there. Even the engineer that I was working with at the time, I think I forgot his name. Damn, I forgot his name. But <laughs> um, you know, I, like, I would spend hours, like, hours and hours and hours in the studio, like, block six-hour studio time, just recording, 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 recording. Half the songs I may not use, but it would just gear me to perfect my flow. And even the engineer, and they were honest with me. They was like, yo, your content is there, man. But he was just, you gotta, you gotta work on the flow. You all over the place. And, and at first I didn't, I didn't understand until I started to hear the music and I'll hear my favorite artists. Not to say I was comparing myself, but I was like, okay, I see what he, I see what he means. So mm-hmm. it was actually a rough transition. But once I, you know, once you know practice makes perfect i'm not gonna sit yeah. up and say oh all the songs i ever did was a top 10 or top hit with a bullet like nah it was just you know it, it was a learning process because you know how artists get it's like they want to be braggadocious like everything they touch is just platinum and it's that's not it <laughs> i definitely agree with you on that <laughs> the transition from writing poetry to writing full-blown rap songs is it's a huge really difference. hard. Yes, oh my God. huge difference. You know, in a stanza, in a poetry, a stanza could be just, I don't, it could be eight bars and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it have to be, there's no choruses in poetry or anything. You know what I'm saying? There's no hook or no bridge. It's nothing like that. It, you know, poetry can help if you're, if you're writing is like that, but you know, in the beginning, my writing wasn't. It was just me expressing myself or whatever problem I was going through. And I only kept it to myself. I didn't really, when I did poetry, I didn't really perform it. And that's another thing that kind of, I guess that kind of would have helped me even more if I performed poetry, but I really didn't like that. Okay. So you, when you were writing poetry, you didn't really do like the spoken word aspect of it, like get on stage and read off a paper or your phone. I was too shy for that. Uh, I kept it in. It was like almost like a quote unquote personal journal, uh, you know, that I pulled out from time to time. And it was really at home. It, it wasn't like I did it at school or nothing like that. It was mm-hmm. really at home. I was just in my bedroom at the time and just write poetry. Or I, if I'm in the car, I'm writing poetry. You know what I'm saying? It, it just I just kept it to myself. <laughs> well, you're not keeping it to yourself anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nah. But at a, at that age, I was. You know, nine, ten. I'm not 
you know, trying to, you know, I was still in that shell. Everyone has right. that shell, you know, they break out of, hopefully, when they go through puberty, I guess. But, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing to, like, share, like, oh, my God, this is, like, masterpiece. Like, no, nah, it was not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing like that. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so, I want to know, like, who were some of your, like, your best loved MCs growing up and why? Mm, I, it's a two-part answer for that. Cool. Um, I got to say, the artist who made me fall in love with hip-hop culture and music is because of my peers. These, you know, the artists I may name are, of course, before my time, but the peers before me was always playing them. So that's that was my introduction of hip-hop music, which was LL Cool J, um, mm. Rock, Eric B and Rakim, Two Live Crew, um, Karis One, uh, NWA, Public Enemy. Um, I remember Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, those artists made me fall in love with hip hop, like Run DMC, of course. And you know, this may. If I seen it on TV or most of the time, it was just because my uncle was playing the music. So that was my introduction, you know what I'm saying, to to falling in love with hip hop. But the artists who made me want to write and want to be an artist are mm-hmm. artists like Most Def, Redman, Scarface, Nas, uh, Tupac is the GOAT to me. Is He's my favorite of all time. He was the mm-hmm. first person that made me like not rap and be like him but rap and be like me like just talk about where I come from because his pictures that he painted I feel like were very vivid to what I was seeing or what I was going through at the time so it was just like yo this is you know I can do this and make a living off of it it wasn't about being becoming a millionaire it was just like I can do this and people will listen that is what attracted me to it you know it was that feeling on stage that made me want to be like, I want to do this for a living. It wasn't because, you know, the first thing wasn't, oh, I could be a billionaire, which ain't nothing wrong with that, but that wasn't no. my first attraction. It was right. all just chasing that high of coming off stage and having people come up to you and say, hey, you know, that touched me in a certain way, or I understand that, you know, I understand where you're coming from, or it could even be, that made me angry. I don't like what you did. Like, even that gave me like the energy to keep going so yeah those two people is those two i'm sorry those two groups of artists you know that made me fall in love with rap music and made me want to be a rap artist so yeah wow now you you mentioned tupac and as being a great influence as being um an mc but i remember about two years ago you put out a, a re a remake of um What's it called? What's love? Uh, what uh, what love. I want? Yeah, yeah. I heard that joint and I fell in love with it because I never heard someone like reenact what Tupac did already did on a remake of a song. You know? Right, right, and right. When no, I heard, thank what, you, thank you. Yo, you're welcome. You're welcome. It, it it made me like all fuzzy and warm inside. I'm like, wow, this dude really gets it. He gets what. He gets what rap music is all about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was are... kind of like bridging the gap uh, mm-hmm. of, you know, because we're at that age or we're at that time and age where people are like, oh, it's almost like when growing up in the 90s, 
how people who love the uh, rap in the 80s were saying, oh, the 90s ain't like the 80s and blah, blah, blah. I think we're at that time where people are saying that about the 2000s or the 2010s. It's like, oh, this is not the 90s music. So I wanted to like bridge a gap per se on just on my platform because Tupac is one of my like I, I said he's one of my favorite artists but at the same time his his music is timeless because people we're still talking about him to this very day so mm-hmm. it's like let me remake one of the, my favorite songs of his and I go front I was very nervous because it's like it's Tupac you know right. and you know I follow people follow me just off the reason of loving Tupac Uh, and you know posting that song I'm like man I don't know if because Tupac fans is you know they 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 can go hard if if they don't feel like you represented or whatever like that they'll you become a meme very quickly so (laughs) I was like all right let me just put this out not to say I got millions of followers but I could have millions of followers if this joint is good or even if it sucks by just people just laughing and joking so when I put it out and you know I just gave it a test run to see but a lot of people liked it. A lot of people liked it, and that gave that gave me a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. Definitely, definitely. Um, I want to get back to, into you know some of your your acting skills and everything. I, I just want to I want to know like um, who were some of your greatest influences as an actor, like, whether they be comedians or just actors or films or whatever. Um, that is a good yeah. I swear, man, you. You a point, man. I love your questions. Your questions are fire. Because I, I never got asked that question before. So, no, this is dope. Um, cool. As far as acting and actresses, I would say, uh, because growing up in a single-parent home, a lot of the characters that these actors and actresses played kind of raised me. So, of course, Denzel, Wesley Snipes, um, right. Lawrence Fishburne, Angela Bassett, um, rest in peace to John Witherspoon like his you know he the characters he played you know reminded me of some of my family members or people uh, in my neighborhood um, wow. I, you know even the rappers turned actors Tupac was a, I was a huge Tupac fan uh, of his acting uh, Will Smith uh, um, Queen Latifah Lauren Hill when she first started um, who else I love Holly Berry, um, Eddie Murphy. Um, yes. Who else? It's, it's so many people. Martin Lawrence. Yep. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. And I'm gonna say Will Smith one more time. <laughs> um, who else? It's it's so many people. Um, yes. I'm, I'm. Give me just. Let me see. I said Angela Bassett. I know I said her. Yes. I honestly enjoy Whitney Houston as an actress. Me too. Me too. I honestly enjoy Whitney Houston as an actress. Uh, yeah, that's about it. As, as far as it's, it's probably a lot more, but those off the top of my head, those are the people who hit me the most. And of course, my favorite directors are John Singleton and Spike Lee at the time. Now we have Ava. She is killing it right now. So. Uh, yeah, just to name a few, those are the people who like influenced me to be- become an actor, um, even if they're you know uh, a woman or a man. So definitely. Ooh, great answer. Um, now speaking of top of uh, coming off the top of the head, when it comes to flowing, do you always write your own lyrics or do you have a ghostwriter? Mm. Wow, 
that's the first time I asked that question too. Um, nah, I always, I always write my lyrics. Um, yeah, I always write my lyrics. I never had anyone like write something for me and I like say it like this or had it pre-recorded and I'll just copy them. Nah, I didn't have that. Did I? Now, did I have people help me in the studio? Like engineers, you should say it like this, you know. Or no, I think you should say it like this. Maybe mm-hmm. you should take that word out because you're putting too much words in this one bar. Things of that nature to help the song better. Yes, I've had that. But as far as writing goes, no, no one has helped ever helped me write any song that I've done. Well, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful aspect of. Uh becoming an independent artist is that you have to do everything on your own from writing your own lyrics to not producing your own beats that just comes with naturally if it does come you know right but definitely uh you're authentic um so when you know sometimes people go through things in life they go through ups and downs and mm-hmm. so what's one of your favorite songs you have written and why probably blessed the I song knew I, it. the song that I have out now on my album A Voice for the Voiceless yes available everywhere just want to throw that out there but um it's uh that's that song has turned into something totally that I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. um I wrote it from a good space but it seems like you know and I recorded it from a good space like I you know I would just realize how blessed I was for the things that I do have but after recording the song and after it was released there's all these obstacles were just coming out of nowhere and the more and more and more I added it to my show the more and more and more uh, energy that the the fans and the crowd has gotten from it and it turned into something else to the point that fans you know people who love my music are requesting that song be a music video and that's what I'm doing next one of the wow. first times that fans are like, no, we need you to do, we want you to do this song. People hit me up. I love this song. And people just hear it live. They hear it live with a band or if I'm doing the, uh, with the actual show track. And it's taking a life of its own. And this year, especially 2019, as it, as it comes to a close, um, that, that song has given me so, so many blessings. No pun intended, but yeah, it's that song that really, right now, is probably my favorite. Okay, because I, I was going to ask you, like, what experience, like, led you to write that song, Blessed? Because so many people need to hear it. I think it's a, uh, an important aspect of life in general. Definitely. Um, at that particular time, I was in Raleigh. North, all the songs that you hear off that album, besides the last song I wrote in New York, but all the other songs, I wrote in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I didn't have a car. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I had two jobs, and I was just, you know, sometimes people would complain about, you know, I, uh, the little, I call it the uh, the little things that's really not important. And we take mm-hmm. for granted what I call the little small things, like just simply breathing. I have a uh, series that I do on Instagram and Facebook on the stories it's called random thoughts it's just random things that I think and I share with the people so yesterday I was just thinking like I was just you know at that time I was just being happy for the small things that we take for granted like walking getting up and being able to walk 
Yes. You won't yes. realize how blessed a, a blessing that is until that gets taken away from you. That's right. Being able to see, hear, yes. touch, taste, yes. feel, mm-hmm. um, breathe. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? As simple as breathing. You know, I, you know, it's some people. Yeah, everyone celebrate Thanksgiving. It's a lot of people that didn't get to celebrate it with their loved ones. So certain people um, were expecting to wake up on Thanksgiving to celebrate with, and they didn't. Just little things of that nature. Not to say it has to be a dark and gloomy song, and you always have to think about that. You just got to be realizing how blessed and thankful that you, what you truly have. You're able to get up and walk. It's certain people that's yeah they were able to to see the next day, but they can't walk. They're in a wheelchair. They're paralyzed for the rest of their life. Or they're trying to get back to walking and it's going to take them some time to do it. You know, we just take a, you know, we take things like that for granted. So when I wrote that song, Bless, I was just in that space of not complaining about stuff that really doesn't have any real effect it's, if it's not life-threatening. And we all get caught up in that sometimes, especially living in, you know, the city and we complain about public transportation you know the food prices things of that nature but at the end of the day man it's like did you make it to see the next day right. you know that's you have another chance to succeed that's all that matters you know so. I totally agree with you on that um, when I listened to that song I felt exactly what you're saying right now and there's one part of the song that I was really interested in. It's you you said hard times come, but it could be worse. Blessed with the gifts, but celebrate the curse. Now, yeah. before I let you explain what that line means to everybody, I, I kind of want to put my two cents in and say what I think it means. Okay, yeah, definitely. I want to hear. Okay, it's poetry to me. So hard times come. Everybody has hard times. Everybody goes through ups and downs in life, but it could be worse. Like you said, you could not be able to walk. You could not be able to see. You could not be able to taste, you know, and blessed with the gifts that you that you have to the stamina to make it through these hard times and celebrate the curse because you got to celebrate the hard times in order to make it to the good times. So you can have you can be a testimony of what you went through. Amen. Yes. Okay, so I did I explain it right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's why I'm like being quiet. Like she got it all right now. I don't gotta say nothing. Okay, cool, cool. Cause now what I want to do, I, I want the audience to hear this song, I'll, at least a sample of it, because it's available on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple, um, Apple iTunes, everywhere, you guys. Everywhere. So everywhere. I really want people definitely. to definitely like stay in tune to this song so here's a sample of blessed by descendant mc and here it goes something like this Do my best with no stress. Glad I'm alive, facing death. Life is full of tests with no rest. They gotta realize that I'm blessed. Yes, yes, yes. I'm blessed. Yes, yes, yes. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. 
One hand in the air if you love your life. The ones who passed on and their spirits shine bright. Yo, forget your pain, the wrongs and rights. Uh, no matter where you are, celebrate your life. So many loved ones that's dead and gone. Remember the good times when you hear this song. Life changes with your peers. Thank you that you're able to see another year. Cheers. Everybody just laughing and drinking. Looking at old pics like, what was I thinking? And it's a lot to take. All this earth, yo, listen, you not riding the hearse, uh, hard times come, but it could be worse, blessed with the gifts, but celebrate the curse, celebrate the curse, fuck this nigga talking about, blessings coming soon, homie, watch your mouth, wake up and do my best with no stress, glad I'm alive, facing death, life is full of tests with no rest, thank God and realize that I'm blessed, Yes, 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 I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, yes, 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 I'm blessed. All right, y'all. That was a nice little sample. I like that. For sure, for sure, for sure. You guys got to check him out to send the MC on Instagram, baby. And tell tell everybody else where they can find you and your songs in the Voice for the Voiceless album. Yes, yes. You can also follow me on Twitter, Descendant MC as well, and Facebook. Um, A Voice for the Voiceless is available on all streaming platforms and iTunes right now. Uh, YouTube as well. I got uh, three music videos out. Uh, for this um, al- album um, short film called Be More that's at 36,000 views right now wow. uh, for my song Be More I did a song I mean excuse me I did a music video for Hardcore with over 1,200 uh, views and recently did a music video for Not Good Enough yes I well. love that song thank you Nada. I love we had that was probably one of the most fun times you know shooting that video um in the summertime we we had a good time in new york city doing that it was a lot of fun and that's why i'm pushing now and the next one will be blessed uh this is fan favorite so i have to you know got to get the people what they want definitely and we're gonna be looking out for that uh that that new music video for blessed because yes. uh lesson, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, that's and that's the favorite thing in the show when I do that at the show, the whole yes like call and response thing. That's how I get the crowd into it at shows and they they love it when I do that. Oh, definitely. Call and response among our people is definitely among the yeah. hip hop culture. It's like yeah. an ego spiritual. Like it's it's you know, it's <laughs> it's deeply rooted in the soul some so some odd reason. It truly is. Well, Descendant, I have a little bit of fun questions to ask you before we end this session. Yeah, um, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, off the top. Top five MCs of all time. Go. I hate this question. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is hard, man. Not, it's hard. It is hard. All right. No particular. Pop would be number one. Everybody so, else is no particular order. This okay. This is hard, man. This is hard. This is ridiculous and it's hard. Okay. <laughs> Nas... Scarface. Mm-hmm. Two more. This is hard, Joe. Most deaf. A show. Is gonna have to be a tie between Black Thought. Ooh, boy. And 
Buster Rhymes. Oh, tight squeeze. I like that, yeah, boy. Man. Yeah, that's, that's, even though that's, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking about other people like, damn it, I meant to put, whatever. That's my top five for right now. You know, it changes, <laughs> but yeah, right now, that's my top five. Okay, cool. Now, one last question. Everybody has to know this question after listening to this interview with you. Um, first of all, what are your short-term goals and what can we expect from D- Descendant MC in 2020? Short-term goals. That is a great question. I was just working on that uh, a few weeks back. Uh, short-term goals are to do this music thing full-time. Um, wow. That's that's one of my short-term goals. It doesn't have to be, like I said, becoming a millionaire, but you know, I'm getting close to that goal. But I feel like if I'm able to actually live off of making music and content and short films, that would be my biggest goal. Because I'm doing something that I feel like that's my purpose. Um, you know, so that's probably the first the first thing that comes to my mind as far as short short term goals are concerned to take it to the next level. Um, in 2020, expect the new music video, at least from Blessed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on a short film about, uh, a short documentary, excuse me, about sickle cell anemia and how wow. it has affected me and my family. Um, wow. I don't know, hopefully I'll begin shooting in 2020. I don't know if it'll be out, but that's what I'm gonna start doing in 2020. A new EP and I'm currently working on now. Um, new collaborations with other artists from reggae to R&B. Expecting that in 2020. That's going to be fire. Yes. Um, I'm fire. doing a part two of my tour to promote my album in the beginning of the first quarter. So I'm doing that as well. So because there's some cities that I've missed in part one. I want to come in part two and see if we can, we can get it popping in different cities out there. So that's what you can expect from me in 2020. And more surprises, of course. But right now, that's what I'm working on. Okay, Descendant, you need to come to Chicago. Show some love to Chicago, yes. man. Man, when I tell you, you probably going to be... I was supposed to come to Chicago <laughs> last... Earlier this month. No, no. Yeah, yeah, because it's still November. Earlier this month, uh, I had a Midwest tour, but I had to... I had a show out here in New York. I had to perform with a band and I was really focused on that and mm-hmm. put my uh, focus on it and showed out that, uh, sold out that show. So, you know, after that, it was just like, I, I didn't have enough scheduling and timing just wasn't good. So I had to, I had to skip on that, but it's all good. I'll be definitely be there in 2020. How about that? Yes. I love it. And I will be at your show in 2020. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. Baby. Please. Exactly. Yes. Pull up. <laughs> You said pull up. <laughs> yeah, pull up, please. Everybody, pull up on me, like that kid said in IG. Pull up <laughs> on me. Yeah, please. Tell everybody where they can follow you at. Yes, go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Descendant MC. That is D E S C E N D E n-t-m-c but my name is just descended i put the mc on there because you know i'm a rapper you know how rappers mm-hmm. get and i didn't know it was a rock band called the descendants and i try to want to you know make sure there's a difference didn't want to get us mixed up so definitely all of that uh, social media platform and on uh title on spotify apple music is just descendant once again that's d-e-s 
C-E-N-D-E-N-T, and on iTunes as well. So for my album, A Voice for the Voiceless, uh, my other album that I came out with, A uh, Road to Greatness, Journey of a Lost Soul. You can also uh, subscribe to my YouTube page. Once again, Descendant MC. And yeah, man, we're just going to keep rolling with dope content. And hopefully by this time next year, I'll be on another level. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I foresee good things for you, brother. Thank you. You too, man. Because, man, this, this, I enjoyed this interview. So thank you. Oh, this thank was more like a conversation more than you just asking me questions. It felt like we were just chilling, you know, at a, I don't know, kickback or something. You were just asking me dope questions. So I appreciate that. Oh, no problem, Descendant. I appreciate you too, bro. And um, I just want to let everybody know um, you can find this interview on Anchor. Um, it's an app for podcasting. And you can also find this on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where um, the basic the basic fundamentals of podcasting are available on different apps and platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to my page, uh, Stars Views. That's S-T-A-R-R-U-S-B-I-E-W-Z on YouTube, where you can find this interview as well. And don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up, hear it, and comment below what you thought about uh, Descendant MC. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll be back for another Speak Your Mind Radio podcast. Check you out later. Thank you, Descendant. Thank you. Bye. Peace.